What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2023 FedEx St. Jude Classic betting preview. The first event of the PGA Tour playoffs. DB here. Pat Perry with me. Oh, yeah, I forgot one thing. Hold on. Hmm. He didn't win me an outright, but uh, I'm doing my best Lucas Glover impression. Just trying to do oh, yeah. just trying to do whatever I can to drum up any sort of any sort of vibe. I mean, my God, Billy Horschel. He didn't get a putt to the hole until literally on 18 when he had a five-foot birdie putt. How it was uh, amazing. One birdie on the day on eight on the 18th hole. He looked very shaky. He looked terrible. Yeah. Like I cannot believe how bad he was. And like, you know, people were talking about people were talking about Billy Ho uh, being, you know, not a closer. He actually is. Like, I, I think I saw a stat before yesterday. Three out of his three out of five times he's held a fifty-four hole lead. He's, he's won. That's actually a pretty good percentage. Sixty yeah. percent. Like that's that six percent of the time it works every time. He closes every time. That's pretty good. But yesterday to shoot three over or two over. On that golf course, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Um, I don't know, DB. I don't really believe in a lot of mojo and things like that, and and you know, huma chikumachibu, whatever you may call it, voodoo. Um, but something's going on with you. <laughs> I don't know. Something's going on, DB. Well. You know, it's been a tough outright. It's been a tough outright year. That is for sure. Um, again, I I feel like I'm close because at least I have, you know, I had a sweat with Billy Ho. I also had Brendan Todd up there going into Saturday who, who just ended up doing nothing over the weekend. I mean, at least I had somebody up there. And then the people that are winning outside of obviously like Lee Hodges and Brian Harmon, but it seems like a theme throughout the year when the, pe- the people that are winning are not, they're not necessarily coming as a surprise to me. Like I, we've been talking about Lucas Glover. I've been a believer in the broomstick yeah. putter of Lucas Glover. So at least like I've got that. It, j- it just feels like it's just one of those years where when you're betting golf, you gotta have you gotta have some luck. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of luck involved, and and, and to win a golf tournament, there's some. It's really tough to do, and so I've just they're not the breaks are not going my way. But alas, today, Pat, I have a secret weapon up my sleeve. Mm. Actually, one could argue it's not really a weapon. It could end up completely just absolutely boning me and being a terrible decision. But uh, I'm going to do, we're going to talk through the betting odds here. We're going to talk through our, our outright favorites. We're going to look at top 10s today. Top 20 markets not available just yet. Um, but after we do that, Pat, at the end of the show, I'm going to construct DB's Big Balls betting card live here on the oh, show. I like that. I'm going to be done with it after today. And uh, I've got a little help. So stay tuned. It's going, to be, it's going to be interesting. Also, in just a few minutes, we are going to announce a huge giveaway. It's one you're all going to want to participate in. I guarantee it. We normally don't do giveaways like this until January or February, 
but we're going to go ahead and get it started. And uh, everyone could participate in this giveaway, and you are going to want to do just that. So we'll announce that here in just a minute. Um, first of all, we got to talk about, you know, let's down the board. We already started talking about it a little bit with Billy Ho. Down the board mm-hmm. presented by Leaderboard, our, uh, our favorite friends over there at Leaderboard with the best golf app in the business. I used it this past weekend. In fact, more on that here in just a minute. I know you did as well. The app is free to download. Click the link in the description. Doesn't uh, doesn't cost you anything, but it is a fantastic app to keep track of your own stats, your own scores on the golf course. Also, it'll help you with your bets. Load you and your buddies in, whether they're a member of Leaderboard or not, although you should make them join Leaderboard so it's easier. It'll, it'll dot the scorecard for you, keep the handicaps up to date, who's gonna, you know, who's getting a stroke, who's not, and then at the end it'll tell you who owes who the cash. So check out our friends at Leaderboard. Again, it's free. I the uh, the Android app is the Android app live now. I think it's close, right? Or is yeah, it I think it is close. Yeah. Okay. I'm not an Android user, so I can't check right now. I know. I can't. I don't. I don't know either. Maybe somebody in the chat knows. Um, Pat, I'll let you start down down the board, down the leaderboard. Well, I, I've got a couple things actually, DB. Um, I, I'll start with this. I did find it relatively interesting, um, just following along with with the top seventy portion of of the fedex cup points it was very interesting obviously there was jt may let you kind of jt a little bit because you had some uh you had some thoughts on twitter about jt i've got a little few thoughts there but i did find it interesting ben griffin like just sitting at home kind of going in and out flopping in and out of the top 70 and it ended up making it in there adam scott kind of gives it a little bit of a run uh on sunday with a with a pretty good i think he had a 63 um so I found that to be pretty interesting. Um, and, and so I will say that, despite the fact that we, we talked about last week how it's so hard to understand some of the point system and what all's what and, and what they really need, it, it was interesting to me to follow along with that outside of just, you know, you had Billy Horschel on the card. I actually had Ben on who was up there. Um, but I thought, I thought the top 70 was, was pretty interesting. It was. Uh, it made for great TV. I mean, you know, our, our, our champion, Lucas Glover, had quite the, con- the content and comments to make over the weekend when he was asked about the top 70. He kind of went off on it and said, mm-hmm. you know, he thinks it's kind of stupid. He thinks, you know, uh, he, he went on to say the, the pack is pointless. Nobody trusts it. The system is broken. Um, but he certainly took advantage of it. I mean, and, and so it was entertaining because it, you know, normally we're watching that top 125 number, guys keeping their card, which to me feels like, like that's even more on the line because uh, it could be your career and, and you may be relegated back to the Corn Ferry Tour or whatever, and sometimes you don't ever come back from that. So those are interesting, but those are really more for the diehards, you know. But I think for the casual golf fan that, that could tune in yesterday and they're seeing big names like Justin Thomas, Adam Scott battle it out to try to get in, it was very compelling. Um, and And... and Got to give JT and Adam Scott and Lucas Glover and Billy Horschel, four guys who were on the outside. I mean, Lu- Lucas and Billy Ho knew they had to win, basically. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, they totally sh- sacked up and showed it. Now, little softy, pudgy, you know, pudding Shane Lowry sure as hell didn't. Uh, and, of no. course, I had him everywhere and, and locked up everywhere. I, and now I will say this. In the Discord chat on Wednesday, I was like, you know who I'm kind of coming around on is Adam Scott. And I ended up with a good bit of Adam Scott, a little bit everywhere. But I talked about Shane Lowry. I locked him in, top 20, finished position. And he just completely did absolutely nothing. And, and it was kind of sad to watch. So I agree with you. The story within that, that top 70 was a lot of fun. 
The JT thing, I, I like JT. Mad props for what he did. Yeah. Um, and that chip on 18 was incredible. I mean, that was pretty, that was pretty good. Incredible. I mean, that ball had yeah. to have like little dropped his little, you know, dropped it in the hole, kind of junior primed it a little bit, you know, and then like pulled out real quick. It had yeah. to have. But, and I mean, for JT to like fall on the ground, all that is fantastic. Like it meant a lot to him. He almost made it. I probably would have done the same thing. The only thing I was like, is this necessary, JT? Are we, are we just trying to mimic our, our best pal in the world, Tiger, here? Was that damn sling hook shot he had to hit on 18 out of the pine yeah. straw? And he yeah. helicoptered himself into the, into the ground like a I, – I don't – that was like kind of – I was like, is, do, is that necessary? I, I agree. I wasn't – I mean, now, the, the, the chip was a different story. Like, I like the passion yeah. there. Like, uh, you know, I yeah. saw a few, a few responses to your tweets that were kind of like it got confused because you put it about the same time that both things happened. I put it um, in me- – that tweet was sent before JT's feet were out of the pine straw. Yeah, he wasn't even. He was three. As soon as it happened, I was like, <laughs> like it was not even close to the same time as the chip off. Yeah. But I understand Twitter. You don't see it immediately. So ten minutes later, people see that tweet and they're like, "Come on, man, he's passionate. He, at least he cares." You guys are the Twitter world is terrible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, pay attention. But there's two different things going on here. I, I did not mind the reaction on 18. And there were some people that did. Like, like, why? What's so bad about a guy that has shown a little passion? And he almost, I mean, that was a pretty ridiculous shot. He almost hold. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind it. He knew he had to hold it. I mean, I probably, like you said, I probably would have done the same thing. I do not mind the passion at all there. Dude, it if doesn't he, bother me. If he, if that were you, like, and if you hold that chip and that's you, like, I am full on happy Gilmore. I'm, I'm happy Gilmore and boo weeklying, like, hopping on the thing and just riding around the whole, like, Doing, yeah. giving can, everybody. Can you imagine member guest? You or I does that to win the member oh, guest? Oh, I will. Just I mean, we're jumping close. in the pond. Yeah, yeah. We're doing all kinds. I, of stuff. I'm gonna run. A, I'm gonna probably kiss somebody else's wife. I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna go bananas if that happens. If JT yeah. would have done that, I would have. I would have been fine had he done anything. If he'd have yeah. made that anything. But going back to the the whole club twirl whatever thing that he was contortion of body thing. That was definitely over the top. I mean, just over the top. Listen, DB is DB. You've you've played a you've played enough golf with me to know that I I, I end up in that position a lot. Okay, <laughs> right? Have you ever seen me do that? Trying to like hook a ball around a tree or something? I mean, I, listen. I know I'm not. Well, you can't hit a hook. Well, I guess you I, can. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, can hit a hook. Yeah. Actually, that's my best swing. When I got lessons back in the in the in the, in the winter. That was basically what he was telling me. He's like, hey, just pretend, pretend you're hitting your punt shot. And then my club would actually get in the right position in the back. Yeah, imagine that. But anyway, I mean, it, that was just a little dramatic. And it was too tight. Like, even somebody said something about Tiger. Yeah. What about Jim Nance, by the way? Like, going ahead and just making, like, putting JT in the, in the playoffs when he made the Eagle. Nobody gave Jim Nance enough crap for that. Like he, as soon as JT made that eagle putt, oh, uh, Nance goes, "Hello, he- what? Is- Hello, FedEx St. Jude." Oh God, <laughs> just totally mushed him. Yikes. So. Um. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of our own golf game, I was going to do this down the leaderboard, except D- DB edition down the leaderboard. Pat, I pulled some of my stats off the leaderboard site. I, was, I, th- I thought this was cool to just to show people, first of all, what it does. 
I've I've logged almost 17 rounds. I guess I got a nine hole round in there, but 16.9 rounds. And uh, you know, I was just gonna let you kind of look at this pad and tell me what you see down the board. Um, been using leaderboard with just about every round I play, as long as I'm keeping my own score. And I think it's interesting data. It's uh, you know you don't get any strokes gain data or anything, but it's it's good data if you keep good records. And it's so easy to to put it in your phone as you're playing. It doesn't. I mean, it takes seconds. So. You know, you and I are, are basically, what are we, like a, probably six weeks, seven weeks away from member guest. Our biggest major of the year at, at my place at Champions Retreat, dying to just make the shootout and, and have a shot. Uh, is there anything here that, uh, that maybe concerns you? Well, there's, there's a few things here. And maybe something um, that you could, you could be happy about. You know, like, you know that would be good, too. First off, what I like is... Um, how did you change? We'll have to get this get, go offline on this, but you change your advanced stats to have more rounds in there because mine has like less rounds. Change it? I didn't change it. That's just how many I've logged. I've played. I know, more than but you mine. Have. I've logged a lot more than I. We could talk about. Okay. It. I've logged a lot more than it shows, but it shows me with like eighty percent fairways hit, but five rounds up at that top. But I've I know I've logged more than five rounds on this. I mean, you can easily see that. Okay. I, I don't. There's a setting issue there. Anyway, probably user things. error on your part. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Fifty mm-hmm. percent fairways hit. I, you know, I would like to see that bump up to like ten percent. But would you I, have thought that that like had I said, Pat, how many fairways do you think I'd hit? What, like you know my game. Yeah, it probably would have been about fifty. And I will say this: here's the thing: there's there can be a little too much emphasis on fairways hit. You hit it. You hit the ball far, mm-hmm. and even if you're missing fairways and the rough isn't that bad, who cares? Really, it doesn't matter. I'd much rather have a nine iron into a green than a six or seven iron, like you know, or five yeah. or four, like I have. Putts is is a little interest up there at thirty four point five six. I think that's actually fairly average, though, for someone who's you know a single digit handicap. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I, don't, I don't mind that. little surprised at the greens in regulation. I thought that might be a little higher. You, you tend to, I feel like, hit a lot of greens. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't happy with that. I, I, some of that's drop shots. Like, that's why, you know, you see the 30% is short of the green. So I think yeah. those are when I'm OB and I don't, you know, and I've got to take a drop. Um, or I will say this, the Bermuda Rough, which we're going to talk about here in a minute with TBC Southwind, the Bermuda Rough at Champions Retreat the champions retreat right now is is tough like so yes i do like to be i mean i, I hit it for, far enough that if i'm in the rough I'm, i've got a short iron in at champions on most holes but you can get some real nestlers in there just settling on down like a damn you know like just a, like an egg and mother mother hen's sitting on it warming it you can only see the yeah. top top third of the ball and when that happens, it is tough to, uh, to hit the greens, for sure. Yeah, you're just trying to hit it out. And then here's my last thing. Okay, we need, we need to get your par-5 scoring down a little bit, okay? Listen, you're, yeah. you're the bomber of the two, okay? You, you hit it further. We need to get your, your par-5 scoring down just a little bit. Close to 5.5% or 5.5 average scores is not, not where we need you to be. We need you making, we need you making pars. Pars are better on those par fives yeah i agree it's it's my um yeah anyway that's that's down the board db yeah. edition maybe we'll do pat here one of these days awesome if all I right figure out how to make my stats <laughs> you know not just the last three rounds right whatever. that would be helpful um all right 
let's uh, let's talk about TPC Southwind. So you got the you got the three three tournament stretch here for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, with starting off St. Jude Classic here at TPC Southwind in Memphis, a course we're pretty familiar with. So last year was the first year that this course hosted the first playoff event. Um, the, the three years, let's see, yeah, three years prior, let me make sure I get this straight, it hosted the WGC event, which is kind of, is very similar to, you know, to, to what we have this week. It's, it was a limited field, about 70 to 75 players, some of the best in the world. Uh, this field is probably stronger than most of the WGC events where you had a lot of Euro Tour and Asian Tour players coming over here bringing the, the average down. Um, but the, the previous three years being a WGC event, probably pretty comparable. Before that, in like 2018, 2017, 2016, as long as we've been doing this, uh, you had Dustin Johnson. It was a full field event, regular event. Dustin Johnson won in 2018. Daniel Berger won in 2017 and 16. The WGC events were won by Kepka. Justin Thomas, Abraham Answer won the one in 2021 in a playoff over Sam Burns and Hideki Matsuyama. Par 70 course, around 7,300 yards. You do have water on about 11 holes in play. This is one of those courses that, you know, I think has some similarities to Eastlake. You don't have to be super long on this course to, uh, to be able to contend. In fact, Pat, I, uh, one of the things I dropped in the chat this morning in the Discord was uh, a few past relevant player quotes about the golf course and I just want to read a snippet of one from Rory he says yeah I think TPC Southwind is a favorite for a lot of guys on tour it's a really good golf course rewards good ball striking and you don't have to be overly long on this course but you have to be accurate and put your ball in the right position talked about the Bermuda grass as well obviously you got you've got typical uh kind of pure Bermuda grass surfaces on the greens uh, pretty firm, pretty fast, but overall, you know, it's kind of, you know, precision off the tee. Fairway's a little more forgiving than Sedgefield than what we just saw, but still got to hit them. You do not want to be in this Bermuda rough. It is pretty penal. You've got water in play, as we already mentioned. There's a lot of penalty strokes that get, get uh, given out here. Unlike Sedgefield, a little bit longer, I think, so you see a little more of the mid-iron play out of the bag, not just a bunch of wedges or short irons, and the greens are smaller, so you're likely going to miss. Got to be able to get up and down scramble a little bit um but uh you know overall kind of a middle of the road test i don't think we're going to see 20 under we could but i don't i don't think that i think it's going to be kind of one of those 15 to 17 under situations uh on the pj tour unless we have some weather which an early look does show a little bit of uh a little bit of wind on thursday morning that could get up into the 20s um in terms of mile per hour it's going to be hot memphis is always pretty steamy and hot you got guys complain mm -hmm. about that every year other than that, I don't know there's much else to talk about in terms of the course. Obviously, one of the strongest fields we're going to see all year out of 70 guys. Anything else? Yeah, no, I agree. I think if, if we do get some wind on this course, it'll make it quite difficult just with all the water yep. out there and everything else. Um, it, pretty basic for me this week as far as like what I'm putting into, you know, the, the, the things I'm looking at as far as stats. I mean, it's, it, I don't want to get too cute with it. Just your basic ball striking approach around the green driving accuracy that kind of thing you know I, i'm not really getting too too crazy but added in adding in putting on bermuda grass greens but other than that um you know just just trying to keep it basic yeah i mean and and it's a really strong field the best players you've got the uh you've got the fedex cup angle of you know now after this week only the next uh, only the top 50 once this tournament is over are going to play at olympia fields next week in chicago and then from there, the top 30 at Eastlake. So we're going to eliminate 20 this week, 20 the next week. 
So you've got a different set of bubble boys. Those guys in that 50, you know, especially those guys in that 58 to 70 range really have to have pretty strong weeks. Um, and then the guys, you know, in that 44 to 57 range are probably sitting there going, all right, I got to have a, I got to do something solid. I don't have to be amazing, but I got to do something solid to make sure I stay within that top 50. Um, so, you know, there's going to be some movement. There's usually less movement than you would think uh, in terms of these rankings, unless guys really just crap the bed or somebody comes out of nowhere. So I do think this is one of those courses that we could see. I think Olympia Fields next week, just in my early look, is going to probably be a better fit for the best of the best. Um, mm-hmm. I think we could see a variety of winners here at TPC Southland. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, and that is sort of what you've seen in the past too, historically. By the way, uh, speaking of next week at Olympia Fields, I will be uh, going out with the PGA Tour and DraftKings to do some content at Olympia Fields. I wish, I wish Pat could come with me, um, but real job duties. Yeah, and- yeah, can't make them all. That'll be fun though. Chicago's a good, good town. I can't wait to get some pizza. Are you gonna, yeah, I was about to say, are you going to be uh, able to get out and get some pizza? Dude, I, I will. I freaking – Chicago deep dish is my favorite. That's my favorite pizza of, of anywhere. I can't – I don't know how anybody can say anything any different. And I've had the New York and all that's in Detroit. And yeah, no, Chicago pizza I can't wait for. Isn't there another style that's also pretty popular in Chicago? Yeah, there's like two. Like everybody thinks of there's deep, deep dish, dish, but I think there, there's another one because when we were in Nashville, we were with some yeah. – some, Chicagogians. Chicagogians? <laughs> Chicagoans? Chicagoans. Gogi. Gogians. I don't know where I added the extra. Is extra that a stranger G-O. thing? Is I'm it, not even drinking. The demagogans or something? Uh, and they mentioned some, something else, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, I, I knew we'd fire up the chat with the Chicago pizza takes. Yeah. But uh, Tuesday morning, I'm going to be at DraftKings Sportsbook right outside of Wrigley Field doing some content with DraftKings and the PJ Tour. And then Tuesday afternoon, we'll be at Olympia Fields doing content there. Legal gambling state, so the tour is going to put some money behind it. Listen, if you see the content anywhere, would love for you to engage it, engage with it, share it, promote it. Um, because listen, the more engagement they get, the more likely they are to keep doing it. Not just with us, but with other people. We got the, the betting and DFS folks have to stand up and support betting content when the tour puts it out and invest money in it. So um, it's it's going to be a, a great week with fifty of the best players next week. So stay tuned. Also, in terms of the show next week, I think me and Pat are still going to be good with our Monday night show, but stay, stay tuned. Uh, we probably, maybe we get it out early um, next week too. Anyway. Yeah. That's next week. Let's look at the top of the betting board, Patrick. I've done some shopping already this morning. Um, so, you know, we usually start off this range and say 25 to one and, and shorter. Who's catching our eye? And I just kind of, st- I, I, I did a little foreshadowing there just a few minutes ago when I said, I really think this could be anybody's, a, a lot of different types of players could win here. For that reason, I find myself not really wanting anybody in this range, Pat. I just, hmm. I actually don't. I, I think, you know, I think of the, of the three up top, I, I think Rom, if I remember correctly, may have the best performance at TPC Southwind. Historically, he's at eight to one. Um, can't land Xander. I just, I've still not bought in on those guys winning enough, you know, just winning. I, I see him being up there and being in the conversation. Uh, Xander at Eastlake could be a different story, but I just can't bring myself to, to 
bet on those guys when they're shorter than guys just below them that I think actually have a better chance of closing the door. Hovland is tempting, but other than that, like, I just don't love the top of the board. I, I find the value in the middle is tremendous for me. Yeah, I at the very top, I agree. There were two in here that I, I fired in already because I saw a little bit of value early this morning. Um, one is Victor Hovland at 20 to 1. Um, he was, you know, he's 18 to 1 on DK. He's still 20 to 1 on FanDuel. Um, I thought there's a little more value there. Uh, and then Terrell Hatton is at 25 to 1, but he's 22 to 1 on DK, but you can get him around 25 to 1 on FanDuel. Um, I, those were the two that just kind of jumped off the page that I didn't want. I felt like we could see some steam on those two guys early on. And those odds could shorten. As a matter of fact, I thought FanDuel was at 18-1 to 1 earlier and has actually moved up a little bit. But um, I could see those two getting a little bit shorter. Um, other than that, I, I really there, there wasn't really anybody in here that, um, that I was looking at right off the bat. But I think both those guys, Hatton and Victor, fit the profile pretty well for here. Now, they don't have the, the greatest records here. Um, if you look at you look at Hovland, um, you know, he, he was, yeah. T20 I mean, last year was his best finish. He's improved every year. Yeah. At TBC um, Southland. Yeah. And Hatton's made a lot of cuts here. Just, you know, just no wind. Well, yeah, so. but the, the last four years, there's not been a cut. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's he, right. I, I have been playing since 2019, which was the first WGC event. Yeah. He's gone 43rd, 69th, 17th, 31st. Now, obviously I, yeah. I do feel like Hatton's a better player and he's a, he's a different player. Uh, you know, Hovland, on the other hand, has improved at least every year. Like 2020, he was T59. Then he was T36. Last year, he was T20. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just feel like outside of the, outside of maybe Rom and Rory and Scheffler, it just doesn't feel like shorter than 25 to 1. I'm getting a ton of value. There's kind of some warts on those guys. And I can just move down a little bit and feel like I'm getting as good of an option to, to, to hit an outright. If I were going to yeah. bet one of the shorter names, I actually think it would be Rom. It's good to see him kind of get back and, and look like Rom uh, at the Open Championship. And he does have a, a better performance here, at least, you know, uh, uh, compared to Rory and Scheffler. Rory's played well here too, but Rom T5 last year, T, uh, T7 in 2019. Yeah. <clears throat> Scotty's kind of not done much here. Um, missed the cut last year. I guess, wait, missed the cut. Maybe there, was there, I, I guess there was a cut. Yeah, there was a cut in the first. That's right. There was a cut in the first FedEx last year. There was 125 players, and they had a cut. Yeah. And Scheffler missed it after that incredible year. Um, T14 in 2021, T15 in 2020, those were both WGC events, no cuts, 70-man fields. So, yeah. I mean, the, the top of the range, I'm just kind of like, okay. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. I, I think Victor and, and Hatton are my favorites, though, up there. Yeah, I mean, Hatton, Hatton I definitely gave a, a good long look to. Um, I'm sure it won't come to any surprise that uh, I decided to just go with basically who I think is arguably the same player uh, in Terrell and Tommy Fleetwood, uh, another, another ball-striking Brit, not, maybe not as good of a putter, but just as hot and a little bit longer in the odds. I'm not convinced that Hatton's a better winner than Tommy Fleetwood just because he's won already on the PJ Tour, but... Um, yeah, so I, I kind of moved down to him, which brings us to the mid-range. And let's, uh, before we do, let's announce this huge contest, Pat. 
I am extremely excited about this. We normally do this in, like I said, January or February, but you know, everybody just got their emails. Everybody got their emails from the Masters mm. a couple yeah. weeks ago, and you see it. Wonderful flo- email. Floating around on Twitter. For some. Yeah. Floating around on Twitter, you know, oh, God, oh, me. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get the email. I got rejected. Well, you know who didn't get rejected? Us guys. Us guys. <laughs> and we want you and a guest to come to Augusta and hang out with us on Tuesday on the course. Tuesday at the Masters. Practice rounds. Tuesday. Yeah. This is just tickets. This is not hospitality yet. We'll f- help you figure that out. We can definitely help you figure that out. We have two tickets. We want to bring two friends along with us to the Masters on Tuesday. All you got to do, all you have to do, is sign up with SoBet. Our friends at SoBet, we've been talking about for months now, big supporters of the podcast. They're in it for the long haul. Anybody can get on here and, and, and sign up for SoBet. What, if, even if you're not in a legal gambling state, the gambling content on SoBet, I'm sure you could find a way to use other places. It's free to sign up and give it a look. The link is in the description. If you've already signed up, you are already in. What we're going to do is at the end of this contest, we are going to pull a list of everyone who signed up under our coat, and we are going to randomly draw at the Zozo Championship in October. Uh, NFL season's about to fire up. I just put it out on Instagram and Twitter yesterday, Pat. Uh, Nasty, his, that's, his, that's his username. He's a handicapper that's vetted and, and put out by SoBet. Has, has gone, uh, I think, 19-3 and three over the last 22 days in his SoBet picks. Oh. And he is making people boatloads of cash, which is what I love about SoBet. I feel like I can blindly tail some of these people, even though that may not be advised. I can just blindly tail them. And at least I know these are vetted handicappers. These are not just some rando on Twitter that started an account and said he was good at something and, you know, you tail it and it sucks. So you can do it in any, you can download this app on in any state and use it however you like. Download the app, click the link in the description. When you sign up and you click our link, the TJ promo code is going to already pre-fill and that'll give you a discount for, uh, it'll give you $9.95 a month. It'll give you a discount for a six-month membership or an annual membership which we highly recommend. If you don't want to do that, though, at the end of your checkout, you can type in TJ Trial, and you get a free month. And then you can cancel after that month if you want to, but you won't want to because it's going to be NFL season, college football season, and so bet handicappers are going to be helping people print money. It's the home of our exclusive top 40 round robin, which is up five units since we started in April. So you're going to want to tune in. Check it out. So all you got to do, download the SoBet app. That's it. Anyone who downloads the SoBet app will be included in the drawing in October for the Masters tickets and a chance to come hang out with me and Pat. Can't wait. Sounds good to me. Let's I do mean, it. I'm always excited to hang out with the listeners, especially out there. There's not a better place to do it. So. Hopefully it's, a, uh, hopefully it's a, a first-timer. We always love the first-timers coming out. Yeah, that's the best thing. So as you could imagine, Pat, as we work into this longer range, kind of the mid-range up to 75 to 1, I'm very excited about this spot. And I, I, would, I would say I would have to make a lot of hard decisions, Pat, but I'm going to have help. I mentioned that at the end when we do my betting card together. Yeah. I'm going to have some help. So I'm, I'm not necessarily going to have to make decisions, but I've got a ton of names in here that I think are really interesting. I already mentioned Tommy. Best number I see on him is 28 to 1 on FanDuel. I'm just, I just really don't feel like I don't feel the need to hop off I just don't no 
And you would real. I mean, you talk about if you're on a cold streak, and you oh god, don't oh, bet no. Fleetwood and he wins. Don't let you it happen. Bet him like that. That just you can't let that happen. He has to be on. Matter of fact, can you go ahead and write him in the card? Like, what if he doesn't end up on the card with your help? Listen, it's it's going to have to play out how it's going to have to play okay. out. People, right. will you're going to let you're going to let it let it be. Yep. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. I love that song. That's such a good yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, you know who's a guy that I'm on that I don't know? I don't, I've probably been on him at some point this year, but I don't feel like it's been a lot. Is Colin Morikawa. He's also, I don't mind it. He's also 28 to 1 on FanDuel. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily going to turn into a putting contest, but I, I love the precision iron play, the precision off the tee. Fifth here last year, runner up at the Rocket Mortgage. Um, you know, missed a cut at the open, but I mean, the open is the open. So, I'm I'm interested in in Kawa and Tommy Ladd at 28. I love Matthew Fitzpatrick at 35 to one. Matthew yeah. Fitzpatrick might have the best, uh, I mean, overall course history at TPC Southwind. Um, he's got a T4, a T6 in 2019 and 2020, a T5 last year um, in 2022. And you know, I mean, he's not—he's not been playing outstanding since the win at the RBC Heritage. But everybody at the Open Championship, you know, and he talked about how much he doesn't like Lynx golf. He's not—he wasn't a fan. He, you know, he didn't really see himself winning. He didn't. He finished forty-first. But I think he's—I think based on how he sounded, it was maybe an overachievement on his part. But I, I like Fitzy at thirty-five to one on on Fanduel a good bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Fitzy. I'm I'm totally with you there. I think. Uh... There's some some pretty good value as well on that one. Um, you know, a couple here that I like. Um, I, I still am on Tom Kim. You know, he's at forty five to one. I I think we'd have to hold off on Tom Kim until I know until we hear from concern. him. He didn't defend on. his cha- he didn't defend his championship. He didn't defend his first I know, championship. But I, I, if he's up, if he's hitting the ball and he's in the and he's in the field and he doesn't look injured, forty five to one is a pretty good number on a guy that's been playing really well lately. Don't you think? I mean, you can't even say in the Open Championship, even though he was injured, he still played well. Uh, well, but that was d- didn't it happen like on the last day or something? I mean, he like he he pushed through on the last day. I, I think it's well, telling we'll, that he didn't he didn't defend his first his well, first we'll PGA see. Tour. I we'll, mean, so we'll so see. maybe maybe if we hear from him and he's fine, okay. Why but, not? But I wouldn't fire on it now without hearing from him. Well, yeah, I'm not firing in on it now. I'm just saying he's one that's got my eye. Another one that I like, Sepp Straka, is at 60-1. to 1. Now, I agree with Straka. This is a course that, you know, we, we were talking about the John Deere Classic, and, and it was kind of like, Sepp, this is not necessarily the greatest course as far as, like, he's not, he's not going to score a ton, but he did. Yeah. You know, he had some of the most birdies at the Open Championship, too. I think he was up there. Um, I think... I think Sepp is actually, he's the one, too, that I feel like is just getting the most action early. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, look at, if you look at DK Sportsbook, he's at 45 to 1. You look at Fandle, he's 60 to 1. I think I saw him as high as 75 to 1. I thought it was on Fandle earlier. <clears throat> it's the morning time, DB. It's the, vo- <laughs> it's the morning time, boys. It's 1140. Um, I don't know. But, um, but I like Straka a lot. But I think if you are going to fire on, on somebody early, maybe not Tom Kim, obviously, but Straka's the one to go ahead and try to get. Yeah, I think Straka will get shorter. He is getting a lot shorter quickly. Uh, the other one I had was Kawa. And then I think, what do you think about Wyndham Clark? 
this this yeah this feels like a pretty good spot for Wyndham as well. I could listen. I'm not going to put anything. I'm not going to put anything past Wyndham, and I think he's got limited starts uh, here. Yeah, he only played last year T28. I don't know that that matters. Um, I, I really wouldn't put anything past him. I I don't I don't mind him. I don't mind him at all. I I think there. What'd you say his number was? Thirty-five to yeah. one. The problem for me is I I prefer Fitz and I prefer Sam Burns. I didn't I didn't talk I didn't want to talk about all of them yet. Oh, okay. But, wow. Yeah. But Sam right. Burns at forty to one. It was good to see him have a good Sunday round. I think I think he played pretty well yesterday. Yeah, three under yesterday. T fourteen finish. What I liked is that he gained he gained some serious strokes with the irons uh, last week, which is typically not what we see from Sam Burns. Lost in a playoff here in 2021, WGC to Abraham Answer and Hideki. Bermuda Burns, I, I, I love him here at, uh, at 40 to 1. I think MGM is maybe the best number for Burns right now at 40. And then I like, uh, I like, I like continuing to ride the hot form on Poston at 55 on FanDuel. And now listen, I'm giving a lot of names here because I, I did, gave, gave no one in the shorter than 25 to 1 range. But Poston yeah. and Ben On. Poston's 55, Ben On's 60. I think Ben On is – it's going to be tough for Ben On to win a playoff event with this field. I get it. But dang it, like, I feel like if the, if, if the season were not going to come to a screeching halt here at Eastlake in just a couple weeks and then, like, have a few weeks break, I feel like Ben On is close. I think the, the, the broomstick putter that he's working with is helping. The ball striking's always been good. He's got more length now than he's ever had. He's one of the, I mean, super underrated around the greens. I, I'm believing in Benon. I'm trying not to let my my our our good friendship with Benon get in the way, but I just I'm belie- I'm a believer. Finished T12 here in 2020 at the WGC event as well. Yeah, and then posting, I like Don as well. Obviously, he was on the betting card last week. So. Yeah, and I don't know how you can avoid posting either on Bermuda as well as he's playing. And, and again, I, I think this helps Poston when it's a tournament that you don't have to hit it a mile because he's not going to do that for you. But just continued to play exceptionally well, gaining a lot of strokes with the irons. Uh, round four, what did he do? Was it round four? I guess round two and four were his worst rounds. He shot two under. But, I mean, still doing a lot of damage. He missed some fairways in round four. Fairway's a little more forgiving here. I, I just think he continue to ride post, and we obviously know he's got a ton of win equity. So I, I love that whole that whole range is awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's and there's because it's such a it's a shorter field. There are a lot more names here in this this range going up to seventy five to one. I feel like there's there's just a lot of guys that we could hammer in here. Um, but um, yeah, I like all those. Well, let's keep I working. Think, Go ahead. I think Keegan is interesting too, but I don't know if he is he longer than seventy five to one. No. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not. I think Keegan's up there with the. Uh, he's sixty to one on yeah. DK, but he is uh, he's seventy five to one on Fanduel. And the the putter definitely is is improving a ton. I guess it, what worries me a little bit is just his record on Bermuda is not no. not ideal. Um, but yeah, the ball striking is tremendous. Look, let's let's go to the next range. Talk about a few bombs, and we'll get to some top tens, maybe some top twenties, and then I'll. I'll bring in uh, my assistance for my betting card here at the end of the show. Okay. All right. Before we do, I, I want to remind everybody about the Nut Hut. Football season is going to be lit in the Nut Hut Discord. If you are into betting on football in any, in any format, 
Um, again, our friends at SoBet are going to supply a NFL slash college handicapper every single Saturday for SoBet Saturday starting on August 26th. We'll be doing a live chat with that handicapper in the Discord with the uh, Nut Hut members talking about anything football-related and gambling. That's going to be fun. We've got other uh, Nut Hut contributors helping out with, uh, with other football content. We had some football discussion on the Wednesday night live chat just last week after everybody was kind of done with the Wyndham. We started talking about preseason. And, uh, you know, got to give da- our boy Dame a shout-out, hitting, uh, hitting the bets for the, uh, for the, the Browns. Jets preseason game. We got some de- real degenerates in there. We've got some fantasy leagues going on in there. I'm working on a couple other possible guest contributions into the Discord. So if you're thinking like, man, golf's about to slow down, I don't need the Discord. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because not only are we still going to yes. be covering every golf event in the Discord just as well as we cover it during the spring and summer, we have seven or eight events on the PGA Tour season in the fall once Eastlake wraps up. But also, it's going to be a hotbed for football content. So get in there. Get in the community. Link in the description. $19.99 a month. $1.99 for the year. You will not regret it. You can cancel it any time, but you won't, won't regret it. Great community over there. Thank you to all the Nut Hut members. That is the best way you can support what we do and um, help us elevate, help us do more, help us put out more content, help us get Pat full-time is joining the Nut Hut. So if you appreciate the Tour Junkies content, all the free shows and shit we do all the time, that's how you can support us. All right. Bombs. I mean, can I just say this too? We didn't talk enough. I mean, I know I'm wearing the Lucas Glover hat. <laughs> I, I really like Lucas Glover. I, think, I do too. I think he's probably an underrated dude. I, I, I 100% agree. I've told you the story that I walked with him in high school at Palmetto Golf Club in Aiken. I watched him play a few holes. I don't remember that. There's a big high school golf tournament that's in Aiken. I can't remember what it's called. Southern Cross. Southern Cross. And he played in it. I think he was a senior in high school from Greenville. The dude back then was such a flusher. It was even, I mean, I can remember just watching him then and being like, this guy hits the ball better than anybody I've ever seen. Just absolutely amazing. And a lot of people will say that to this day just how much of a flusher he is. But he was also just a cool, I mean, he was in high school then, but even now he's just kind of down to earth. Yep. You know, I mean, I think he gets too much, not necessarily crap, but there's, there's too much drama because of the wife thing. But Lucas really, like, I never feel like the drama has, it's, it's been a part of it, like his deal, you know? No. Like that was then and it is what it is, but he just feels like a, a good dude. He feels like a good dude. He feels like a guy who people respect on tour. I've never heard a bad thing about him. Um, and, you know, just a good old, you know, just a good old dude. Southern boy, which we, we love. Um, family man. Like, his, his thing at the end, like, almost got to me a little bit. And, and I was, yeah. I mean, I was already over it with Billy Ho. I mean, had Billy Ho even looked like he had an effing pulse yesterday, I might have been mad. But by that point, yeah, and then I was kind of starting to pull for Ben on, but then when I felt like it was out of reach for Ben on, it was like Glover. Because actually, yeah. you know, again, you talked about how maybe I'm just cursed this year, but I talked a lot about Lucas Glover last week. I did a video on Instagram about go, a, a tip about going back and looking to see how guys missed a cut, if you remember correctly. Yeah. And I, I pulled out Lucas Glover from the 3M and said there was one hole on his second round that he three putted from 19 feet. 
where one and a half percent of tour players on average do that. Lucas's average is probably two percent. But if you take that out, he makes a cut on the number. Then he could pull a Bo Hostler to 3M and shoot, you know, eight under on the weekend, and he'd have a, he'd have another T15, and we'd all be loving it. I talked about Lucas last week, so I was good to see him win. But the the, the stuff with the kids at the end and just his perspective and all the things he said, it just seems so genuine, and and I could relate to it as a dad. And he's getting older, you know. He's been grinding, dude. Like he's been yeah. grinding for years. And, out there. I mean, think about this win versus when he won a major. Yeah. And his major was not really a fluke. I think people would have, you know, back then maybe thought there was, you know, Lucas wasn't going to do anything the rest of his career, but he really has had a great career. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I will say, it was a little surprising he wasn't on either of our cards. But look, we're not trying to throw out 15 names on our cards. Well, you know? I am because I just want to hit a winner. I'll throw out what I'll <laughs> yeah, throw but, out. I mean, sometimes it's just not going to happen. Um, but we, like you said, I think you're, what you talked about him last week on the show was fantastic. So if, you know, I'm hopefully, you know, even if someone's not on our cards, you're gleaning something from the show that to, to, to maybe put them on yours or do, or do something else. Like even I looked at, looked at Lucas, like on the 17th hole on Saturday and he was plus 280 to win. I was like, I, I'm going to fire in on this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, at least I can win some units back. Yeah. Uh, so I started to talk about him because he's 90 to one on FanDuel and I just, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Like I, I know it's crazy, but we've seen some crazy stuff happen. We saw Brian Harmon beat everybody's ass in the at the Open. We saw Lee Hodges win. We've seen some crazy stuff. Like to to have that experience from Lucas, and if you look at his last four round, four tournaments, five tournaments, he is hot. He gets to stay on Bermuda. He gets to stay on a course where he doesn't have to be the longest guy out there, and he can be he can use his precision to his advantage, which is exactly what he's been doing. Yeah, and he gets to stay on Bermuda and stay hot. And you know, I think now he's currently what is he like in the fifty range? Forty ninth. Uh, yeah, forty ninth. So yeah. you know, he's kind of. I mean, he's got to have a good week. Uh, you know, and I just think ninety on fan like that just seems like a good deal compared to the other names down here. Yeah, I would like to see. I wonder what is what's his top ten number. We can look at that in a little bit. Yeah. But um, I, I wouldn't mind a top ten there either. Um, I, I'm with you on that. Also think Denny McCarthy at ninety to one on Fanduel. God, Denny hurt. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I gotta go back in on Denny. Denny hurt some uh, feelings, didn't he? God, he hurt some yeah, feelings. He really did. He really did. Um, he is he's a little bit shorter than that though on on uh on DK, but ninety to one there. I think too, like Taylor Moore is. I got a little interest in Taylor Moore at 110 to one. You know, I hit him earlier this year on a Bermuda course at the Valspar. Um, Shot seven under yesterday. Yeah, played really well yesterday. I, I think Taylor Moore at 110 to one is a little bit too long for him. Um, so he's another one that I've I've got my eye on in this in this cat this kind of bomb category here. Um, for me, I don't, I don't have a ton of guys. Uh, I do, I do see the Taylor Moore thing you're talking about. I mean, I can kind of get down with that. I mean, Brendan Todd at 150 on FanDuel just seems like a, a, there's a couple of misprices here. I think Todd, again, not, not having to be super long here, getting hot with the Bermuda putter. He's no, he's a multiple winner on tour and Shink at 250, like Shink at 250 on FanDuel is criminal. Yeah. And we had a little intel on Shink late on Wednesday that we passed along, and we know what he was doing last week. And he he did fight to make the cut. I think he I think he made it on the number, 
And then I think it was kind of a let's work on some stuff. Let's let's build some momentum for for Memphis. But you know, Shank two fifty is just ridiculous. So yeah. All right, either. Um, let's let's talk top tens, top twenties. Uh, I had looked at top tens. I mean, top twenties. We're gonna get interesting numbers because of the uh, short field here. But I mean, actually, Lucas is an interest. Lucas is fourteen to one to top. Oh no, that's no, that's uh, that's top five. He's five five and a half to one to top ten. Yeah, I like that. Some, so let's see. All right, so you want to do top twenties? I guess. I mean, we can we can throw in some top tens. Um, I mean, I'd probably go like. Does more? Uh, I don't know. I like Cal. I was just there. about to say, does more Cal at plus two thirty as a top ten feel like a? I, I like that. I like Straka at plus four hundred. Um. I mean, I like we haven't talked we haven't said a word about Fowler. I know. A plus two seventy five. <laughs> yeah. Top ten. I agree with you there. Um, All right. Go top twenties. Yeah. So like if let's by the way, last week our top twenties, we hit two locks, Henley and JT Poston at plus one thirty and plus one sixty. Neither one of the bombs hit. Um so we got two. Yeah, you know it ticks me off is that I had Ben on as my third name. Because I was looking back at it, what I wrote down, and Ben On was on there, and somehow I guess did I say Hideki? And I must have used Hideki because he was my top name. I thought maybe I'd crossed him out and gone with On, but um, I don't anyway. have I don't have down the losers. I only have the I only have the winners now. Thank you. Um, okay, appreciate that. So top, let's look at top twenty. Let's talk about a lock or two locks each, and then one bomb. Uh, I'm gonna say, hmm. I actually, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Sam Burns is my first lock, plus one twenty five. First first lock at a plus know. number. Okay. Uh, you go, and then I'll I'll give you another one. All right. Um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Sep at plus one sixty five. I'm gonna go right above him, plus one sixty. JT Poston has two top 20s in the last five years here at TPC Southwind and playing some really good golf right now. So I'm going to go yeah. uh, I'm gonna go JT Poston for my second lock. All right, so my first was Sep. I'll go just down a little bit to Ben On at plus 175 since I just Love mentioned it. him. Love it. Uh, let's see. There's not many bombs. Let's, let's say a bomb at like... To over 250. Okay. So one bomb over 250. I mean, I think it's Shank. I think it's Shank at four to one. Hmm. Okay. You don't like Shank as much? No, I do. I like it. I, I just, I'm. I, I'm, I'm being a little bit of a wuss here because you said plus 250 and above. And you went out all the way out to there, but so I'm just going to st- stick with Taylor Moore at plus yeah. 260. All right, so there's your uh, there's your top 26 pack, four locks: Post and Burns, Sep and Ben on two bombs. Taylor Moore at plus 260, Adam Shank at four to one. Fantastic. All right, Pat, let's wrap this show up with uh, f- just let's let's create DB's Big Balls betting card, shall we? Let's all just right, do let's it. do it. Let's do some let's do some creating. Now, I, are you gonna are you gonna do some artwork? <sighs> Uh, no, I've got, um, okay. all right, so here's the deal. We all know the drill. 
DB's Big Balls betting card has to be 25 to 1 or longer. I use, I spend five units a week. Got a little help. From my friend, mm. the, the betting wheel. Now, I thought you were about to lift up your dog or something. <laughs> no. I, he's, he's such a fat ass. I couldn't hold him up for that long. Um, all right. So on this betting wheel, now I, I will say I have, I have put some names on here. Names of players I like. Uh, there's a lot of names on here, though. There's, there's, uh, you hit it, the name twice. Do you have to double the units? Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> okay. uh, well, I mean, I guess we could. We, if, if we really want to let the wheel determine. Now, yeah. so there's 10 spots on this board. If you'll notice, this, this location here, that is the middle finger. Uh, that, that's the middle finger spot on the betting wheel. Okay. This is where I have to take both players on the wheel. And they are two players that I, well, first of all, I, I know I did the whole thing about it. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, this win. is, I love this. But those are two players that I damn sure don't think are winning this week in Bo Hostler and Patrick Rogers. And if I land on that, I got to give a half unit each. Okay. So we're going to spin until I spin five units. Okay. Okay. And, like and there's probably some rules that I that we have to make up as we go along that I probably didn't think of. Okay. So uh, I guess let's. Uh, so so here but was technically my, you have narrowed it down. I, I've to, narrowed it to down. ones you like. So it's not like this is completely random or anything. This right. Is, but there's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Oh shit! Where did I start? Two, four, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. There's thirteen names on here. Okay. Right. Um. And so the, what I did on the spots with two is the first time it lands on there, I get a choice. If it lands on there again, I have to take the other player. Okay. We ready? I like that. Yep. All Let's right. Go. First spin. And the first choice is in. Uh, it landed on Morikawa at one unit or Lucas Glover at a half unit. Um, I think this is a very obvious choice. I, I think I'm going to take Kawa at the full unit. Is that where you would have gone? That's where I would have gone. Okay. So, four units left. Here we go. All right. Oh, yes. Fitzy. Okay. Fitzy for a full unit. All right. This could be a, a very skinny card for DB. Yeah. Listen, as long as it doesn't land on the middle finger thing, I'm good. Oh, oh, hold on. Okay. It really wants me to like th this spot. So it lands on Kawa and Glover again, which means I have to take Glover at a half a unit. Uh, so, far I'm, so far, I'm okay. Yeah. So we're halfway through the unit. Here we go. Oh dear. Oh dear. Okay, this is a decision. It's well, I it's, can't, it's, it's Russell Henley or Corey Connors, which we didn't talk about Corey Connors mm. on the show. <sighs> and and I kind of like we didn't talk about either one of these guys on the show. I kind of like Henley too. I don't love that I got to spend a full unit on Russell Henley. Like just in the event I could get Tommy or Post and I actually like a little more. But do I feel like Connors could actually win? 
Like, which one of these two do you think is more likely to win? I, for some reason, I'm leaning Connors. <sighs> Mainly just from a ball striking standpoint. And, you know, we always know the putter's a little bit difficult, but is, is Henley going to be a little, I don't know. I mean, he's got to get up for the playoffs. I mean, I know he's disappointed yeah, yeah. in how he played after the, after the restart yesterday. And he's, he's been playing really well. Henley's only played here one time. It was last year. Connors has played here five years in a row, and he's never really done much. Nah. All right, I'm going to go with the chat. DT, and DT says Connors. You say Connors. I'm going to go Connors at another half <laughs> unit. Huh. So far, I bet this is shaping up to be a unique betting card, I would imagine. Ready? Okay, yes. Uh, okay, this is, a t this is a Tommy or Adam Schink. I am definitely taking Tommy Lad here. There we go. You got, you can't, you've got to go with Tommy. Definitely taking Tommy. Uh, that's at one full unit. So we are at four units. I can, I can only use five. So if, okay. I get, if I pick a one here, if it lands on a one, we're done. And so far, we've avoided Bo, Hostler, and P-Rodge. Here comes the genius. There it is. Betting card is done. Okay. Sam Burns, one full unit. I, I like this card. I, 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 I kind of do, too. So the, the full card. It's an even number, too. This is, <sighs> uh, this is fantastic. Do you, uh, do you want me to spin one for you? Like, what if I just, if I just spin one for you? And All right, yeah, I'll, ta I'll, take, I'll take it. Let's, um, I already got two guys on my card, I have to say, because I've got Hovland and Hatton on the short end, the fired end. Okay. Let's, let's do one spin for me. Now, are you like Pat Sajak here? Do you know how to spin this thing and land it? No. Like, land it exactly on, you know, no. the number you want it to land on? Because, no. you know, Pat Sajak knows how to spin that wheel. No, I did not. I, no, I did not. I did not sit up here and practice this. this no. All right, ready? Yep. Nah, you, you can't. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, one more time, one more time. <laughs> oh, been on. That okay. was twice. It was actually twice in a was row it? it landed on. And yeah. that's for a full unit on been on, by the way. Been on, full unit. All right, so again, my, my card is Burns, Fleetwood, Morikawa, Fitzpatrick for a full unit each. Lucas Glover, a half unit. Corey Connors, a half unit. I actually am very pleased with how that turned out. Yeah. I feel like I got four guys up top that could get it done for sure. Glover would just be riding the hot hand, and Connors yeah. probably not winning. But all right, well, you know, it can't be, it can't, it it can't hurt to change it up. You know what I mean? No, and I, I like what you did. See, if it wins, I can go. Listen, I narrowed down the names. I knew the names, right? So I can still take a little bit of credit. If it doesn't win, I can just be like, it's the freaking wheel. Like I just spun the wheel. Yeah. I can play both sides. Mm, hedging a little. Yeah, that's a, I, I'm fine with that. I might just bet like this for, I might just bet like this all season. Some people might say that's how they always bet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> all right, that's it. Don't forget the Masters Contest. Sign up for SoBet. Link in the description. Uh, use promo code. It'll, it'll pre-fill TJ when you set up, and that's fine. At checkout, you can put in TJ trial for a free month. DFS show coming soon. Enjoy the FedEx St. Jude. Bend over your bookie. See ya!